Welcome to See Me After Class. This is a podcast by two New Zealand secondary school teachers based in the Southern Alps of New Zealand. We operate out of classrooms that look out over the most stunning mountain ranges in the bottom of the South Island. And it's my pleasure to introduce Renee Plunkett, who is a fourth year English teacher. And sitting here with me is Chris War, a teacher with 17 years under his belt from both overseas and here in New Zealand. And Renee, apart from being a teacher, is also an avid gardener. And Chris also enjoys triathlon. This podcast is about the day-to-day realities and joys and sometimes horrors of our teaching experience in the classroom. So we invite you to listen in and we invite you to give us feedback on what you hear. This is... See me after class. Welcome to Term 2, Week 4. This is Episode 14, and this week we're going to chat to you about the teachers that are jumping in on the micro-credentialing project. We're sharing the fact that we're going to be speaking at a few conferences about the work we're doing. We're going to find out how the formal went with Chris earlier in the week. And we're also going to hear from the students themselves about how some of this project work is affecting them. So here is this week's episode of See Me After Class. Hi Chris, how are you? I'm good Renee, it's been another week. Hasn't it just, it has, yes. I, I don't even really know what to say about this week. I think it does, um, I think that, that this podcast does draw your attention to the fact that while we are trying to give an insight into the life of a school, there are certain things that go on <laughs> in the life of a school that are just unbroadcastable. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's definitely been one of those kinds of weeks. It's quite interesting because, you know, we've been making a big deal about our workload lately, but I must admit when I was up at you know, half past 12 one night this week, still processing emails <laughs> to students and parents. It was all about matters that, you know, as we say, we really can't be talking about. And that's the yeah. problem. Half of the work that we do is kind of extracurricular. <laughs> yes, that's a good word for it. Extracurricular. It yeah. is in, 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 in the purest sense of the word, isn't it? It is definitely outside of the normal scope of our curriculum. Yeah. Um, but other than that, have you had a good week? I have had a good week. It's It's been good to be solidly in the program. We're in term two, which is a time for us where mm. things get serious in terms of learning and assessment. We're building Absolutely. towards the first round of a report phase. So we're obviously having to gather really strong measures for the students' performance so we can report to them and their families. And mm. we've also, as, as the listeners already know, have come to the end phase for some of our major text studies. So all the, all the productive work that follows that is now starting to happen, and it's, I'm enjoying it a lot. Mm, absolutely. It, I mean, it's, a, it's an incredibly busy time. I always think of Term 2 as um, a real sort of bulk of the learning happens in Term 2 because it is possibly the term with the least interruptions although I say that in this week our year 11s have been out on a, a business challenge and so we lost it we lost a bit of time with them there um but it, that's right it is quite we, funny isn't it I, we discover at the beginning yes. of the week that we only have two or <laughs> one of the four periods that we thought we were going yeah. to have with them yeah a little side story on the workload thing that kind of relates I guess to next Wednesday's um PPTA and um, NZDI strike I was 
my year 11s were asking about this, that why, why we're going on strike and, and mostly they were asking if they have the day off school next Wednesday but um, I didn't even need to really respond to the question of why we're going on strike because another student in my class piped up and said if I had to mark the same amount of essays as you Mrs Plunkett I'd be going on strike too. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute isn't it? And isn't that sweet? And at the same time that bit is our job. <laughs> yes it is and that's where I went with that but it was very yeah. it was very sweet to know that yeah. they acknowledge how hard we work for them which is awesome I always see that as the multiplier effect is this is when I'm sitting in a room with you know 32 students silently writing I'm thinking this is an essay times 32 <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah no, um, well, it's, yeah, it's a bit of a grey old day down here. I was just saying earlier, I've got the fire going, so I'm going to hunker down and, and work through some of my essays that I've got to mark. Oh, yeah. But, um, well, it's been a couple of things that have happened on our ongoing micro-credential project that you were wanting to tell me, and I'm mm. eager to hear. So what's happened this week? Cool. Well, I'll start at the beginning of the, of the, of the week. Um, earlier this week, I had a couple of teachers... Uh, pop up to my classroom at the end of the day, just uh, in an impromptu fashion. Um, and one of them is, uh, Emily is, is a new member to the team. Um, she became interested in the project after I spoke to the integrated studies teachers um, about what it was that we're doing and appealed to them for their expertise as um, uh, teachers who, who operate in an integrated um, co-curricular fashion all the time. Um, Emily and Christina both popped up just to chat further about how Emily can begin being involved and we talked through um, the process of designing a credential, we looked again back at the website um, and and both Christina and I talked about our experiences of how we started writing um, the criteria for the first credential. Both Christina and Emily want to work um, f- to, to start with in the... In the um, curriculum um, of mathematics <laughs> and um, so they have a wee plan amongst themselves about where they want to go with this and we've encouraged Emily to begin using the um, credentials that are on the blog as a guide and um, have agreed that we might sit down in a few weeks when she has a bit of a foundation um, for us to play with with her first her first credential. It's so exciting to hear that isn't it it's it's like finally coming true where we're building Mm. something and as it starts manifesting itself in front of people they're starting to see the value and stepping in it's exactly how we wanted it to go so I couldn't be happier I also have to say I couldn't be happier having kind of initially instigated this whole thing yes that the actual incident where I walked past your class (laughs) at the end of the day after dealing with some of those unmentionables looked in and saw the meeting happening, saw our website up on the screen on your computer and realized <laughs> that some of this was going on and I didn't even know it was happening. And I couldn't, I couldn't be more pleased to think that, that, that there's sort of action on this that isn't specifically having to be driven by my own input. It was just great. Yes. So I want to say thank you to you. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> and it honestly was my pleasure to sit down with these two teachers Um I've said this before. Math, math is not my, not my strong suit. Um, but it's uh, I really enjoy, I really enjoy working with teachers from different areas of the curriculum. Yeah, it's 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 really I find it really enlightening for mm. my for my own um, knowledge as well. But no, it was absolutely my pleasure. 
Um, but then from, I mean, I guess the next thing I want to tell you about um, on my wee list is I, um, I introduced the micro-credentials to the, to the Year 10 class um, that I'm going to be uh, implementing them in a couple of weeks ago. Um, they took to it kind of like ducks to water. It was no big deal. Very similar to the story you relayed about how your students um, uh, responded to you outlining the, the project to them. I did catch some of the conversations later on um, that were going around the room and the gist of it was this is so cool um, and they're very very excited to be able to have a crack at things more than once. Um, that was kind of their main main points that they took away from things but following this sort of introduction and general outline I had two students approach me about a week later um, and they were asking me if it would be okay with me if I if they performed a soliloquy in order to unlock the soliloquy credential and I just started grinning when they came up to me I thought to myself this is it this is exactly what we were trying to encourage um, this uh, student-driven um, assessment and in, 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 in learning uh, that they are going to go about uh, practicing and learning their soliloquies on their own in their own time as it's not something that I explicitly do within my classes we talk about soliloquy while reading Romeo and Juliet but I don't make performing one a task that we do in class and so the, these girls I just sorry, I mean I, honestly I am interrupting you I know but honestly good, good. <laughs> I, I, I don't think this is just about our project if any teacher is listening to this and they reflect on what conditions you would have to create for a student to walk <laughs> up to you and volunteer to memorize a Shakespearean soliloquy and perform it in front of the class without any stimulus from you mm. they they would they would want to know about that. I, I think about teachers around the country and I want, to t I want them to know that this system leads to that. If they could yes. just see it, I, I think yep. it really could be quite transformational. I'm so pleased. And I know it happens. I know that's how it works. The thing about students yeah. is no matter what people say about them, they really want to learn. They really yes. want to learn. We just have to make yeah. the mechanisms of the school more accessible to them, which is what I think we're doing. But anyway, there's my I, interruption. I agree. I'll, sh I'll, no, I'll it's quieten good. down. <laughs> it's, it's good that it's the other way around for once. Um, I... So I've lost my thread. Uh, no, so these girls, obviously, they're going to work, work on learning it. And I sat down with them uh, yesterday to talk to them about, you know, what kind of motivated them to want to give this a go and how they found out about it. And one thing that really came out was that they've been talking to their friends who are in your class. Uh. And they've been talking about the project and they've been talking about what they've been doing. And I just went, oh, this is this. Again, this is another moment where I go, this is it. This is so awesome. This is exactly what we're hoping that they would start to do, to start to talk about their learning. And, and, and um, so, yes, That's I've great, left the ball in their court. So it's got, so great. We've got students in different classes. And instead of that conversation, which we know does happen, you know, we're doing this in our class and being sort of, oh, yeah. well, what a shame I'm not in that class. Now it's, oh, well, in that case, I'm <laughs> going to do, do it. it. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> awesome. Exactly. So I have left the ball in their court. I've nudged them um, back towards the website and I'll await the day uh, where they show up or ask for ask for a little bit of guidance or announce that they would like to give it a go because they're ready. So um, I will keep you posted on this. Cool. Well, all my students' soliloquies are now published on their blogs. So you might want to mention to them that they can go and look oh. at the soliloquies 
style of quiz that my class did. Um, if Great they want to get an idea of, well, they just want to see them, but also if they want to get an idea of what we're asking for. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about, um, and you'll hear this in, in the, the clip that I've got of, of them, um, of us talking about this a little bit. Um, I just I nudged them back towards looking at the exemplars and things on the website and mm. just reminding them that that was all there. But um, yeah, I will. I'll also mention that that your classes have got theirs on their blogs now. Mm. Yeah, awesome. That's great. We're also going to do some things coming into the future, which hopefully will spread the word about this project. Um, I know we've got a presentation coming up to our local region. Local. We're having a, mm. a small conference at our school. And uh, as part of that, we've got half an hour where we're going to present the the, the micro-credentialing project and its underpinnings to our colleagues. Mm-hmm. And then later on, in, a, in about, a, about two months' time, there's a, the New Zealand Teachers of English conference is happening in a neighbouring town, Queenstown, and we'll be going over there and making presentations there, just explaining how what we're doing applies to the English subject domain. So it's going to be really, really good to put this in front of some of our colleagues, and hopefully some of them will be a bit sceptical and we'll be able to engage in some discussion about the, the possible pitfalls or the concerns they might have, because that's all good in terms of our development of this. And that does remind me, if you're a listener to this podcast and you're, you have thoughts about the things you hear us say or misgivings or enthusiasms for it, we really do like hearing from you. And the, um, the podcast website actually has a little form on it that you can email us directly from if you wish, or you can obviously use our Twitter handles as a way yeah. of contacting us as well. So I think... We wanted to keep it reasonably short this week. We've got our grey marking day ahead of us <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in front of the fire. And, um, and also, uh, we've got those words from the students. Well, Chris, I think there's really only one other thing I'd like to ask you about from, from this week that has been, and that is, how was the formal? Ah, the formal. <laughs> it's not that I've forgotten it. I just was wondering if you were going to mention it. Well, well, I, I've seen, I've seen some fantastic photos um, of you with, I think, uh, Charlotte, your co-dean, and some of your students. They've, um, you've obviously snuck into the photo booth there with them a little bit. Yeah, well, that was actually, I think that's probably my best way of describing how it went, is the formal went ahead the kids approached it with high spirits and were so into the whole experience the uh, local town hall where it's held was decked out in a very very sophisticated way it looked it, it looked classy I have to say and the students stepped up to that formality really beautifully and I mm. uh, but the thing that the photographs is the thing and I have to say that on the night when the students were coming up to me for example, students in my Fano who were at the formal mm. wanted a Fano formal photo, and then my Year Thirteen class asked if they could have students from my Year Thirteen class asked that they could have a photo with me, and I and I felt that I have to admit through the role of teacher that feeling of inclusion, them wanting a photograph mm. with me in it to as we were talking about last week, kind of mark this moment in their life, Absolutely. made me feel incredibly accepted and included and in that 
in that, I, I felt that there was some kind of little demons of my own being slayed. So I have oh. to say I had a good time in my skirt. <laughs> I'm so Maybe I'll actually oh, publish one of the photos on the website page. You <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> but, but yeah, it was, it was good, Renee. And I did feel like I was there representing. And I think there were others in the room who were also making choices about how they chose to dress for the formal that Mm. were doing the same things I were doing. They were just sending some signals out that we're not all the same and that everybody's welcome. And it was a, it was a, it was a nice experience of seeing how things have moved. So yeah, I was really pleased to be there. Oh, I'm so pleased for you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And for the students who they of course naturally have talked about the formal this week and they've all, I haven't, yet heard anything um I haven't yet heard somebody reminisce about the formal with anything other than fond words um and so so I think it worked that was good yeah I hope it I think it did yeah Yeah, absolutely well thanks Renee I think you set me up well for that one (laughs) I think the badges system will like really benefit us because we know that we can do something other than just having the grade. Because I never know what the numbers mean or the letters or... Yeah, um, personally, I like it just because often people get so caught up on their mark and, like, don't actually focus on the the education itself and, like, the skills you get from it. And I just think it's a step in the right direction to... It kind of equals Yeah, for people to understand what we're actually here for so they can, like, value... uh, classes and it equals you out like you know everybody that gets the badge can do the essay you came to me um earlier this week and told me that you'd like to have a go at the soliloquy badge it's not something that we explicitly do in class um how did you find out about it like what how did how did it come to mind that you wanted to give it a go well uh, we often like amongst our friend group we talk about what we're doing in classes because we all you know spread out and um you know amongst talking about it one of our friends from Mr. Ward's class was talking about his soliloquy and we, you know, we were just asking about it, talking about it and so the opportunity arose so we yeah. thought may as well take it. Is it something you feel like you could have a go at uh, because of something you've done previously? Yeah, I enjoyed doing monologues. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. I really love the monologues and I think I, I quite like Romeo and Juliet, like I've really liked... Um, Learning about it, so I think just doing as much with it as we can would be good. What are some of the things that you're going to do before you have a shot at delivering your soliloquy in front of the class to help you prepare for it? Um, Definitely practice and reread and memorise and probably say it a heap in the shower and annoy my parents a lot (laughs) to the point that they'll know it. Great. I need to talk to you about it more um do you like do you think there's anything else on the website that might help you yeah absolutely like when we went through it in class the other day it has all the criteria and examples and things to make it better so yeah absolutely it's got a lot of information on it okay cool so when do you think you're going to have a crack at this I'm sure that maybe after you've had a shot at at this credential that maybe the um, our listeners might want to hear a little bit more from you about it yeah. when do you think you're going to be ready to give it a go um i'll try it start because i've started reading over it but maybe try really get memorizing it over the weekend and the beginning of next week so maybe the end of next week seeing how we go yeah yeah next week i reckon it's good 
good goal, I, I think. It's, ki- it's kind of nice not to draw it out for too long, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You kind of want to learn it. In a recent project, you made the choice to do a much harder question than you had to. Can you explain what motivated you to do that? Um, I think it was just because I really like English and I wanted to challenge myself and I really liked the text and that we were learning and I just um, wanted to try do something different. Well Chris, I think that brings us to the end of the week. I have to say good luck with the marking or the work that you're going to hunker down and do today. I've got my pile next to me, um, so I'll be curled up by the fire for the rest of the day, I'd say. I, I, we've been in each other's houses and we know that we actually have exactly the same wood the fire. The same fireplace. So <laughs> I'll be lighting my little metro wood fire and you'll be doing yours there must be a kind of a template for teachers houses absolutely there is yeah there has to be there are too many similarities for there not to be we've even got the same espresso machine (laughs) it's kind of scary it is a little scary Um, but then again i think i'm about the same age as your parents and i think that's your yeah yeah well yeah i wasn't going to mention that i was going to save you from that comment but you brought it up yourself so I won't deny it. (laughs) Anyway, Um, nice to talk to you. I'll see you on Monday. Yeah, we'll catch everyone else next week. This was an episode of See Me After Class with Renee and Chris. My Twitter handle is at edutronic underscore net. And mine is at Renee Plunkett too. See you next week.